you ever get into that thing where you can't remember what you watched? Oh, yes. That's why I have a notebook to tell me what I've watched. <laughs> Shut up. Because <laughs> uh, I'll never remember. <sighs> I have got to stop trusting my 52-year-old brain. Uh, sure, seriously, man. Because I, well, you don't have to agree with me. Um, <laughs> That's why I have yeah, a book because do. I don't trust my fifty-two-year-old memory. Um, because we did not. Well, we'll get into this in a little bit. Okay. But as as promised, I did not watch the Oscars. Oh, I didn't either. I didn't watch the Oscars. Kind of, sort of. No, I. Um, I, didn't I purposely. Watch it at all. I watched bits and pieces here and there, but we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But instead, we made a conscious decision to watch, and I can't remember what it is. So I've got a half thing today. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Patty Show. Welcome back to The Watch List with Patty and Bill. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can catch up on all of our back episodes by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. You can engage with us on social media, at symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol The Watch List Pod. And if you listen to us on Apple, please give us that five-star review to appease the algorithm gods. We would so appreciate it. Thank you, because we're trying to make money and quit our other jobs so that we can live forever just talking. <laughs> That's right. So how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. You know, well, other than my memory is going to shit, I'm fine. All right. Well, you know, half the battle, uh, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> oh, it just bugs me. Uh, so, did you watch the Oscars at all? You didn't. I did you not. didn't watch no, it. No, right? I didn't watch it. You didn't watch I it. I watched a speech on through Instagram, but that's. Oh, it. what was the speech? Um, it was uh, best supporting actor. Um. His name has left my brain. Ki. Ki Hui Kwan. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I, the whole yes. thing just left my brain. I watched his speech because I heard it was really cute and really nice. Oh, my God. Uh, so we we knew that the Oscars were coming on, mm-hmm. right? And we said, nope, not going to do it. So I, I just forgot what we watched. It must have just gone in one eye and out the other because I swear to God I don't remember. But after the movie was over and we started, you know, shutting down the house, as everybody does, you know, um, I was feeding, you know, I was feeding the dogs and all that in the kitchen. I said, well, look, well, the Oscars should still be on. So they still had like four of the major categories yeah, to go. Yeah, they, that ran late. Dwight was actually watching it on his phone while I was watching something else. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I watched... Uh, uh, I watched Brendan Fraser just just melt my heart by winning Best Actor. I thought that was absolutely awesome. I watched Everything Everywhere All at Once win Best Picture. <laughs> and most importantly, I watched Ki Hui Kwan hug Harrison Ford. And in a right. very popular and in a very popular meme that's going around They show 1984, and it's Indiana Jones and Short Round. Mm -hmm. 
and they're hugging because um, Short Round just saved Indy from Mola Ram. And then this year, they're hugging again. Did you realize that he <clears throat> and Brendan Fraser were both an Encino man as well? So the two actors I from Encino heard Man won Best Supporting Actor and Best Actor. Okay. Isn't that something? <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. I know, right? <laughs> Encino Man. Starring um, Pauly Shore, yeah. Academy Award winner Brendan Fraser, yeah. and featuring Academy Award winner <laughs> Ki Huey Kwan. Exactly. Encino Man. Yeah, isn't that something? Oh my God. Uh, that, I thought and then, that was and then, crazy when I saw that. I was like, wow. And then the controversy with Angela Bassett not you know, being all disappointed that, mm. that she didn't win. Well. Mm. Well. Shit happens. Uh, shit happens. Uh, whatever. But I didn't. I didn't watch it, and I don't feel like I missed anything. There was. I mean, the the highlights are going to appear on Instagram or YouTube or some Everywhere. streaming thing. Somebody anyway, Facebook's going to share something, and all the newspapers are going to have the big headlines. So, right. Really, and you can find out what the big deals are, like the big speech moments. Look them up, watch yeah. them, and you've seen the entire fucking show. And you've seen and you've seen everything you need to see. Yep. Um, the one thing that I did see that was very very cool happened because of the slap last year. Ah. Now, I don't know how many people really pay attention to this, but I I did and and all of that. But best actor from the previous year awards best actress from the current year right yes well yeah someone he's who shall renamed <laughs> he's not allowed for 10 years this is the first year of a 10-year ban yep um so jessica chastain and halle berry got to present michelle Yeoh with her best actress oscar nice and i just i just thought that that was such a beautiful shot and it, and it affected me to see these women who are winners of this this award. Mm -hmm. And apparently Lady Gaga brought down the house with her very stripped-down version of um, the song from Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, and her dressed down, washed all the makeup off her face or something, and then the camera only was on her face. Yeah. Well, I think that's because she decided, I think, if, if I remember correctly, she decided like hours before the telecast she was actually going to do it. Oh, well, whatever. I don't remember. I got to I gotta look that up. I don't but really I care. I probably won't look it up. You don't need to look it yeah. up I don't care. I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't care. Um, uh, I know, but I kind of do. Anyway, um, <laughs> not really. Look it up um, when we're done anyhow. with the show. Yeah, we'll look it up when we're done. But anyway, that's the Oscars, people. Yeah. Any more? Just catch the highlights. It's almost like Saturday Night Live in that respect. Yeah, really. Yeah. I used to watch Saturday Night Live religiously. And then it just kind of fell off my radar because it wasn't as funny as it used to be. And there were other things I could do with my time. The older I got... And the more things that I could do, I could I could stay out on a Saturday night and not be stuck at home watching a TV show. Exactly. So anyway, so the Oscars, I mean, yeah. and, and I mean that only about the production. 
I don't mean any shade toward the nominees and the winners at all. Congratulations to all of you. Because I know Brendan Fraser listens to this show. Yeah, him and M- Michelle Yeoh. Oh, they both do. Mm-hmm. They both get. They both got together backstage and said, "Oh my God, that latest episode was was amazing." Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we secretly have like five point two million listeners. But, secretly, yeah, they are. Sec- yes, it's able so- to be untracked. <laughs> it's yes, it's so secret <laughs> that that we can't even monetize it. It's exactly. we are that underground. Yeah, yeah, totes. Okay. So uh, so the only thing that I have and I'll just knock it out of the way. Okay. I watched I watched the first episode of Ted Lasso season 3. Oh, how is that? Ah, uh, it's it's I I can't believe that the thing is going to be over after this season. Oh, it's not going to have any more. Oh. No. Nope, that's know this. it. Ted okay. Ted Lasso is done after season 3. Mm. And um it it follows what happens to the the guy who was on the team as the equipment manager who becomes a a part-time coach for Ted Lasso's team but he feels self-hatred and self-loathing but always aspires to be more and feels like he's being kept down by Ted so the evil team that is run and owned by Ted's owners uh, ex or ex-husband mm-hmm. uh, oh god that didn't come out right well anyway um ted works for the ex-wife right the ex-husband who is the evil bastard owns the other team that hired this guy mm. to be their manager and they're all dressed in black it's just like evil empire kind of shit yeah. you just it's amazing imagery but you know this whole season is setting up that showdown okay as well as dealing with Ted and being away from his son. It's it's just really good. If you have Apple TV+, Plus, definitely, definitely, definitely watch Ted Lasso. All right. All right. Well, Patty, it's, it's your me. show. Okay. It's all you. All right. right. So the first thing I have is on Netflix. It is the movie called We Have a Ghost. Oh. Yeah. It's got Jennifer Coolidge in it, um, David Harbour, who is uh, from Stranger Things, and, mm-hmm. you know, that evil Santa Claus movie. <laughs> Violent Night. <laughs> Violent it's not Night, evil yeah. Santa Claus. <laughs> evil Santa Claus. It also stars Anthony Mackie, um, Tig, Tig Notaro is also yeah. in this. It's got some pretty big names. And this is, you know, it, even though it's called We Have a Ghost... It is not a scary movie by any means. It's um, and it's not your typical ghost movie from what I've seen of ghost type movies. This is totally a comedy, in which a family moves into a Chicago area home that is haunted, and they get a video of this ghost, and it gets posted to YouTube. It goes viral, and the wackiness ensues, and even the CIA is involved in this. What? Yeah, it, it's just goofy, crazy shit. Um, yeah, Anthony Mackie's character—he's the dad of the family that moves into that that buys this haunted house, and uh-huh. he's one of those guys who's always trying to get the n- next, uh, trying to score the next get rich quick kind of scheme, like some fabulous invention that's going to make them gobs of money, 
Well, when they fall into this viral video of the ghost in their house, well, he just runs with it. And he's making merch for the ghost that's in their house. And he's getting TV appearances, talking about the ghost. And Jennifer Coolidge is like some TV medium that comes to talk to the ghost in their house. And uh, the young son is like befriending the ghost and trying to help him. And it's just... It's goofy, it's funny, and it's totally worth watching. It is highly entertaining. Oh, good. If I do say so myself. I I had a lot of fun mm. watching that movie. A lot of fun. Oh, good. Okay. It was a totally fun film. Now that, And it's upbeat. It's, it's, it's upbeat. It's, it's, it's funny. It's silly. It It is not scary at all. There's no, like, oh, oh, that was heartbreaking, sad. Well, there's a little bit at the end. But otherwise, it's really cute. It is a cute, funny okay. movie. Possibly awesome. for families. I don't know. I don't remember if there was too much like swearing or anything like that. Maybe a little bit. Maybe preteen and up. Not for the little teeny tiny ones, maybe. Not for the teeny tiny. They might not get it. They probably won't get it. Okay. Um, I have an update. Oh, an update. Uh, Lady Gaga. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, she was originally not slated to attend the awards, but she then walked the red carpet in a full Versace gown yeah. and ha- ha- was completely made up and everything. And then for the show, took it all off, put on a T-shirt, and went makeupless and yeah. sang her song. Yeah, interesting. I thought that's ballsy. On the red carpet, some photographer fell over, and she turned around and ran back to help him and make sure he was okay. I saw a little Which clip is of nice. that. Which yes, which is yeah. very nice. Most stars would just be like, "What the hell?" and then keep going. Well, yeah, and they would kind of have to. I mean, depending on the celebrity, you don't want to get accosted and all oh, that yeah. other sort of stuff. Yeah. So I I kind of get that. Yeah. But that's nice of her. Yeah. All right, cool. I knew that we were just people were chomping at the bit for that piece of information. Uh, yeah. Well, they were googling and screaming at their Bluetooth device or whatever. Hey, this is what happened. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's right, the next thing you watch? The next thing I've got is an actual horror movie. It's a Japanese horror movie on Netflix called Remember. And it's like R-E with a slash member. Um, this one is about <laughs> some high school kids who um, they get caught up in this game, the body search game, where they keep like Groundhog's Day, they keep reliving the same day. And in order to get out of this time loop, they have, like, there's somebody who was murdered, the red person chases them around, and they have to find the body parts of the murdered person and put them into some casket, like, fill in the pieces and get the whole body assembled in order to get out of this time loop. And they could get, they can die in this time loop, but when it starts over the next day, they're alive again. What? I know. Fuck? It's crazy. And it's all these kids who aren't really friends and the loner. And then because they keep reliving the same day and working together to try and get these body parts, um, they, they start to come together as friends. But of course, when the time loop <laughs> as ends, you would, as they would when you're working together to not, you know, to not be, you know, to get out of this time loop where somebody keeps murdering you every night. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. And uh, 
uh so yeah th but when the time loop ends they aren't going to remember anything like how they came together so it's not like they retain a piece of information N no they don't really remember what happened at all even about the whole body search red person chasing them any of that so and one of their group, when the these five high school kids, one of them actually gets murdered and doesn't come alive the next day, and they all start to forget about her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Well, it's a Japanese horror movie. It is kind of creepy. It, it, it's it's interesting. There are certain rules with this whole body search. It's based on a manga, and the manga definitely has the rules better laid out than the movie did. The movie didn't really explain too much of what was like the rules like if the red person catches you you're dead um don't turn around when you're running away from the red person or something like that and uh, yeah and if you die you become the next body to be assembled for the next group of people jesus christ okay yeah <laughs> so, so yeah so is this worth watching if you're into those high school type of murder slasher shows yes this is a fun movie in that sense if you're into dismemberment teenage kids yeah. groundhog day meets yeah. groundhog day um, meets 51st dates meets <laughs> scream yeah. great yeah. it'll be it's you know it's one of those kind of fun things like that if you like horror movies and stuff um if All slasher right. horror movie things aren't your scene then do stay away from it because it is a slasher horror movie and these same people keep dying over and over again in different horrific ways. Although I did enjoy the movie Happy Death Day. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. And then the sequel, Happy Death Day to You. I, I really enjoyed those. They were, they, were, they were stupid. They were. Yeah. But they were but, you know what? kind of fun to watch. Kind of kind of fun yeah you haven't uh, kind of fun has it been a decent like slasher kind of movie in a while and <sighs> this one is a fairly decent slasher kind of movie it's got a little okay. more mystifying stuff with this weird red person and you got to put the body together and that weird ass shit yeah i don't know and classmates coming together okay. there are some charming getting along moments where i was like okay i i'm gonna fast forward because i don't want to see them too happy because this is supposed to be a horror movie <laughs> well but you set all that up so that you know their deaths can be more impactful later true yeah or when they forget that their friends comes up it has much more impact that oh man they were such good friends and now they just don't like each other anymore yeah okay so what you got next? Uh, the next thing I have is um, on, also on Netflix. So three of these are on Netflix. It is Money Shot, the Pornhub story. Excuse me? Yes. There is a Netflix. This is on Netflix? Netflix documentary, the Pornhub story. It's called Money Shot, the Pornhub story. <laughs> now, this documentary isn't about necessarily about porn specifically it's like when it's about it sets things up in the beginning where you're talking to some of the creators on Pornhub and some of the people who worked for the company that owns Pornhub and that kind of thing a little bit about you know introducing you to the porn industry how porn has driven technology of the internet 
from day one. All of the advances sure in internet and streaming and all of that has been driven by porn and video games. We have what wow. we have today yeah. because of porn and video games. And that's why, sidebar, that's why VHS made it and beta did not as video formats. Correct. Porn has driven the, technology, quite honestly. Porn drives technology yeah. because people want to consume it. Exactly. Yep. So, well, then there was a few years back or more recently, I don't know when this all went down, but some group came out saying that Pornhub has all these uh, child porn and sex trafficking kind of videos on there, and they need what? to be stopped. They don't? No, I'm sorry, I don't. Not that I watch that website at all. Yeah, but that's what they're saying, and um, these lawyers, thats this is the second half of the documentary, the lawyers represent these organizations that claim all this, and a lot of these organizations are quietly f- fueled by very conservative Christian organizations that just want to abolish pornography in general. Even, like, th- these groups, some of them even feel that, like, uh, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition is porn because scantily clad women. Huh. So they aren't always oh necessarily going for, like, true porn or to really be, you know, altruistic and saving people. They just want to end porn. Some of these groups. Some of them actually are, so none of- are trying to pull, you know, stop the sex trafficking from happening and the, the okay. child pornography that ends up on Pornhub and the non-consensual videos that end up on Pornhub. They're so there it. is child trafficking on Pornhub. They're, they're probably, yes. There probably is a level of it, but the, the workers, the sex workers and the performers for content creators on Pornhub, they're saying... The, the true porn is all consensual. The stuff that they, they create, that the, the majority of it on Pornhub, is consensual stuff. And then they have Model mm-hmm. Hub, which is like certain uh, content creators from Pornhub get invited to do this Model Hub, this separate area where people can subscribe to you or something. I, I've, I didn't quite pick up on the difference between... Well, diff, regular Pornhub, anybody can upload. The Model Hub is where certain content creators are all curated there on Model Hub. And they get paid better through wow. views and stuff. Subscriptions yeah. and stuff like so, that. Um, so they, they're Good saying Lordy. that their stuff is... It's, it's all... The whole driving force of the porn industry is it's all consensual. From the days of early mm-hmm. videos through this. So they're saying, so when this one group got uh, MasterCard and Visa to pull the ability for Pornhub to run purchases through them, like they wouldn't accept any more purchases through Pornhub, MasterCard and Visa, that didn't hurt Pornhub. It hurt the true proper content creators and those people right. who, like, the only reason they were able to ever buy a house is through Pornhub. Right. Because they made, like, when you do vid, they were saying, they talked to some uh, actors. He said he made $4,000 for a movie, for a production movie. Sure. He made $10,000 through Pornhub. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, so when they did this, they just hurt... 
the legitimate content creators. They didn't hurt the right. people who kept re-uploading the rape video or re-uploading the child pornography. And one of the things that the girl said, um, this one performer said, they just need to do three things. Stop the ability for people to download videos. Accept okay. uploads only from verified accounts. So then you could trace right. who these people are that are uploading the criminal content. And three, right. improve your moderation. They talked to whistleblowers, some former employees of uh, the company MindGeek that runs Pornhub. And yeah, the okay. moderators of Pornhub, they have a certain number of videos they have to watch to make sure uh, that there's nothing in there. But because of the quota and the amount of time to work and the length of videos, there's only so many they can go through in a day. Right. And so they fast forward through some. So they're not hearing whether somebody's saying no, stop, because they're fast forwarding through it. No kidding. So, wow. and they just, they're not, yeah. Moderation on all platforms of where the, the platform claims the users are the creators of the content, not us. All of them have moderation mm -hmm. issues. All of them do. So and that's well, more yeah, or less everything what from this... Twitter to Facebook exactly. and everything else too. Yeah. TikTok, all of them. But and that is the crux of what Money Shot, a Pornhub story, is about. And I found okay, it really that's interesting. interesting because uh, what do I? I didn't know much of any. I didn't even know this whole thing was going down with Pornhub. Quite honestly, I didn't either. I Holy no crap! I haven't been paying attention to none of that. Because I honestly thought that those those websites are con full of consensual videos. They're supposed to be, yes. Right, right. But then you get some wow. of those, like, uh, it was a consensual video, and now it's my ex uploading this at, without my permission. Right. Revenge they they porn. consented. Right, Revenge right. Porn. They consented to actually film it while they were involved. Mm -hmm. And then after they broke up, hey, I'm gonna get re you know, I'm gonna yeah, get revenge yeah. on this chick. Or and whatever. one, wow. the the the. Uh, a reporter from the New York Times did a, a piece on this, and he's the one who got, like, his article, uh, like, um, kicked it out of the water, so to speak, to where MasterCard and Visa were now paying attention. And they started listening to all the people who said, this is terrible, this is disgusting. Um, and the problem, one of the main problems was that he, he talked to a girl who was raped, they videotaped it, and it got uploaded to Pornhub and every, and oh, then because people can download shit, a bunch of people downloaded it. And so now it's out there. Wow. It's out there and it's getting uploaded to all these other websites that don't oh, yeah. pay attention oh, to what's going on. And every time Pornhub would take it down, it would just be put back up by one of those 8 million trillion billion people out there who downloaded it. Wow. And I don't know why they don't flag some of these videos when they get uploaded in some way to make it so that you can't re-upload it if it's been taken down. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's I, I'm not sure why if technology isn't out there to do that or what, but... Well, that's what I don't understand. But as it gets uploaded, it gets, I don't know, some kind of tag in it to where they can tag, search right. through it, the code and find ones that are tagged and keep taking them down. Well, that's why I don't understand how the dark web exists. If we have, I mean, I don't understand how we have the most scientifically forward, you know, 
capability in the world, but yet we can't figure out all these bastards on the dark on the dark web. And it seems like that too. So why wouldn't you be able to say, "Oh yeah, that video came from XYZ um, IP address." Uh, you can mask John it. Smith's yeah. IP, right? Well, and, when they and don't make poof. you be a verified user to upload, yeah, that's a problem. They have no way to track you, and if you've got some kind of, I don't know, IP blocker or whatever VPN madness happening, yeah, they won't be able to track you down. Wow. Well, that's, I mean, that that's horrible, but this movie sounds interesting. Yes, this uh, documentary is very interesting, and uh, if you want to know more about this shit, yeah. There's a whole lot more that I'm not even touching on that they go over in this, so, yeah. Wow. Well, cool. And that's on Netflix, you said, right? It's on Netflix. It is called Money Shot, the Pornhub Story. And finally, wow. I have the latest <laughs> series... On, this is on Amazon Prime. It was created by Donald Glover and Janine Neighbors, who worked on with him on uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It is called Swarm. It dropped today. Seven episodes. They're a half an hour apiece, which they okay. don't feel like they're a half an hour apiece. There's so much going on packed into each of these episodes that I'm like, damn, that was that. These are half an hour long. It feels like I've been watching for hours and hours because there's so much happening. So this is a, a show where the they tells the story of a young woman who is obsessed with this fictional pop star who is obviously supposed to be Beyonce, and mm-hmm. this pop star's. Uh, fandom is called the swarm the beehive uh-huh. right the beehive yes or the beehive yeah. right yeah. and excuse me please please members of the beehive don't yeah, come after yeah. me so okay. uh this girl's fandom her her obsession with this uh Nija is the the fake singer's name her obsession with this this performer just really takes her to some dark places. So, yeah, our young girl, her name is Dre, Andrea Green, Dre. She she and her her sister, their roommates, the sister's, like, um, very outgoing, and Dre is kind of reserved and quiet and that kind of thing. And Marissa, the sister, she's, like, feels she's gonna um gonna run off like she they need to get some space because things are getting because she needs to be with her boyfriend and blah 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 well marissa ends up dead and dre is just crushed by this because marissa was the center of her world and also nija is the center of her world and she just goes nuts and kills the boyfriend and then she starts seeing people on Twitter badmouthing her her Nija fandom idol. So then she hunts these people down and starts murdering them. And it is very much a dark comedy. There are some really funny what the fuck is going on kind of shit. And in the beginning, that first episode or two, I was starting to get really uncomfortable. Like, I don't know that I want to keep watching this. But it just kept, because of it, they were so short without totally feeling short. 
we just kept going because I'm like, oh, it's only this hour? Okay. And Paris Jackson is in this. Billie Eilish is in this. The Billie Eilish whole no, part sure. is really quite funny. Um, uh, Rory Culkin is in this, which is really interesting. Uh. Really interesting. I didn't realize that was him until now that I read this. Um, yeah, it goes... It, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, this okay. is really good. It's really good. It, it's a quick, you know, it's seven half hour episodes. It moves really quick and highly entertaining. And one episode in there called Fallen Through the Cracks, it's like the episode six. That one is like suddenly I'm like, am I watching the same show? What happened? Because it's more like a documentary about our girl. But yeah. like when you start thinking, realizing in this documentary, the people they're showing look totally different from the actors of the rest of the show you've been watching to where this show is the documentary on what we've been seeing as reenactment of it all. It's really fucked up and weird, but it's it's awesome at the same time. Okay. Once you pick up on where they were going with all that. It's really very good. It's called Swarm. It's on Amazon Prime. It just doesn't sound very I, peppy. It's not well. It, it, you have to watch it to get the funniness of some of it. Okay. And and all okay. that because it, it's I right. I can't explain you know she's murdering I, this guy and it's really funny <laughs> you know because I because I honestly don't want another Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, thing this again. is definitely not that kind of dark comedy uh, all right to where all right, all right. where is the comedy in this dark comedy right yeah, yeah. <sighs> so we'll think and where's that this is again? on amazon prime it's called swarm and that's all of what i got that's what you got yeah those four things so i i might as well just talk about the news that we got yeah we could do that you ready for yeah. that news, news. <laughs> So thanks to Dave. Hey, hey Dave. Dave. Shout out to Dave. Apparently, Tom Cruise put his stamp on a, of approval on the new Flash movie. Oh, that'll make me watch it right away. <laughs> this is the kind of movie we'd need right now. Apparently, he loved it so much. Bully for him. Hey, who the fuck are we? We're two 52-year-olds talking about movies. Uh, yeah, but uh. I mean... Uh, yeah, I suppose. What? Oh, oops. What? I'm just, I, I don't care about Tom Cruise or his opinions on anything. Yeah, it is weird that he uh, did yeah, that. Yeah, it's but, weird that know, somebody's writing yeah. about it as if this is such a big deal. Okay, so Tom Cruise likes it. Yeah, and? And yeah. I care why? But I... But I, but I also think that Tom Cruise cares very much about the movie business. Well, yeah, and the industry sure he does. And yeah. surviving. Yeah. And I think that he also knows, and he is very acutely aware of how much impact his name has. And therefore, if he, I think he's not just endorsing the movie, he's endorsing the movie going experience, trying to get people hyped up to go to the movies. Okay. All right. And and Lance Reddick died. I know. I'm so sad about that. That sucks. That totally sucks. Wow. 
And for those of you who don't know Lance Reddick, he was on The Wire, but he also played the concierge in the John Wick movies. Mm -hmm. Died absolutely unexpectedly at 60 years old in his home. And they are saying, according to his publicist, agent, manager, person, died of natural causes. Wow. That's really sad. But he filmed a whole bunch of stuff, including parts in John Wick 4, so we will see him for a little while. Okay. But that is really, yeah, really sad. sad. Oh, man. Uh, apparently, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, mm-hmm. the horror version of Winnie the Pooh, yes. <laughs> is now down to possibly even lower on Rotten Tomatoes, but it was at a 4%. <laughs> You know what would be the most awesome double feature? Cocaine Uh, Bear and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wouldn't that be a great double feature? Wow. (laughs) Um, But from what I'm hearing, though, Mm -hmm. Cocaine Bear, which I absolutely can't wait to see. Oh, my God, my Chicago just came Mm -hmm. out. It absolutely. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Which is not bad. It just comes out when I'm excited or drunk or really okay. tired, and I'm really tired. Um, but apparently, Cocaine Bear is actually pretty good, uh-huh. and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is really bad. That's okay. You could have a double is feature it? of a good and a bad movie, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I guess. I guess. Then which one would you want to watch first? The bad, get it out of the way, and then watch the good? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure which I'd want to watch first. I think I'd want to get the bad out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And then this way I could end on a high note. The high note of Rather cocaine than... bear. The high note. Of... <laughs> oh, that was funny. I made a joke and I didn't even realize. <laughs> uh, if you have a Roku, as I do, I have a Roku, um, you're going to get 14 new free TV channels on your Roku. They sound like shit, but I haven't gone through them yet, so stay tuned. <laughs> okay. Because the channels include uh, every new free channel coming to the Roku channel, Mythical 24-7, content from the, wor- the world of internet duo Rhett and Link, including Myth- Mythical Kitchen, Good Mythical Morning, and other mythical content. I have no idea what that means. I don't either. Okay. Uh, WBTV at the movies and this is a channel that will deliver films from the 70s, 80s, and 90s that could be fun hmm. um, WBTV love and marriage yes there's enough wedding focused reality TV for a whole channel Bye. with programming including say yes to the dress Atlanta for weddings, a wedding story etc they, they all sound like I will go through them we will see it's all free stuff, so how good it's, can it, it be? Yeah, it's all free. Um, let's see what the what the fuck else happened. Um, and apparently, there's a Doctor Who spinoff series in the works, which I, feel like I thought I that they heard something about this. Yes, wasn't there? And I don't know. Oh, this. there was. There was the Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah, there was the Sarah that Jane Adventures. That was one of the spinoffs, yeah. But I thought way, way, way long ago there a was Torchwood a spinoff was a of Torchwood was a kind of spinoff. 
Yeah, Torchwood yeah, was Torchwood a spin-off. Yeah, was a spin-off. Yeah. yeah. But this one is going to focus on, and I and I have not watched since the first few episodes of Peter Capaldi, so I am way behind. Okay. But um, it is going to focus on one woman's character from Unit. Oh, yeah. She is the daughter of the Brigadier. Brigadier Colonel Leftbridge. Brigadier Stewart. Colonel Leftbridge Gordon Left Leftbridge Gordon Stewart something yes. like that but yes yes uh Brigadier yeah she is the daughter of the Brigadier Brigadier, Brigadier Stewart. Leftbridge Stewart mm-hmm. yeah who was always a badass character anyway yeah, on the he old was. Doctor Who if you ever if you and he dates back all the way to Patrick Troughton yes. Doctor Who yes Patrick Troughton and so, pretty much all of John Pertwee all of John Pertwee some of Tom Baker yeah and he made some appearances throughout. The others, yeah, huge, huge retro character for and Doctor Who. Not a companion. In, yeah, she came in. Um, I want to say during David Tennant. Capaldi, right? No, Was she it came. David she came up during David Tennant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. All right. Yeah, she wasn't around with uh, Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston, thank you. She wasn't around for him, but he also wasn't around that long. Um, she was started during Tennant's tenure. Uh, there's going to be a lot of cool TV to watch, and then some of it's like, oh, my God. Also, I found out something interesting today, too. If you have Peacock. Now, Peacock, for me, is slowly creeping up on the, hey, this is actually a kind of decent place kind of mm. thing. So, you know the movie Knock at the Cabin? With Dave Bautista oh, about yes. these yes, four yes, strangers yes. that come and and all that, it is going to stream for free on Peacock ah. beginning next week, or should I say this week? By the time that the the episode airs, um, so I find that really really cool. So other people will be able to rent it. If you have Peacock like me, you will be able to watch it. You know what Peacock also has that I watched the other day. Um, it has a documentary about the Irish pub and what makes it so special. No way. Way. And it is called The Irish Pub. Could you believe that? Hey. I know. Some things are so helpful, aren't they? But yeah, it's on I'm Peacock. I'm so tired. I it's couldn't a... even make a joke of it. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's it's slowly creeping up on me that this could be a very cool channel to have. Yeah. And I like how they have. That's how I watched Megan, oh, yeah, which I that's really how I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all right. Why not? Yeah. So that's what I got for news. All right. Do us a favor. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that contact us button. Oh, what should our topic be this week? Um, I don't know. It was your show this week. Well, it was your show this week. I don't know. I'll come back to that. <laughs> you may have to do some editing. Because <laughs> honestly, I don't know what to say. Maybe we just don't ask any questions because nobody ever replies. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So then how do I end the show? All right. Um, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Always engage with us on social media. At symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol The Watchlist Pod. And make sure you click on that subscribe button. We really, 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 really appreciate it. 
and just tell one friend to log on and listen for like 17 or 18 episodes. It'll be a blast. Yeah, they'll love tell it. Tell them to su- subscribe. It'll be great. I mean, it's not going to cost them a dime yet. You hear that, Rogan? We're coming after you. Damn Fucker. straight. All right. Anyway, I had to say that again. <laughs> Damn straight. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. <laughs> I feel weird that I didn't ask a question. Nah, it's not weird. But you have a, but you have a very valid point. <laughs> you know, all these questions you ask, nobody says a word. So, people, here's my question this week. Why the fuck don't you ever answer yeah, our questions? Come on, what the hell? We're trying to engage with our audience, and nobody engages with us. We feel so <laughs> forlorn. So that's my damn question this week. Yeah. Anyway, have a great week, everybody, and uh, we will catch up with you later. Okay, bye. bye. bye.